Hello, crime lovers, and welcome to Crime on Tap. I'm Megan, joined by my co-host, Sean. And welcome to our true crime podcast. Join us weekly as we drink our favorite cocktails and discuss gruesome murders, kidnappings, conspiracies, and more. Share the podcast with your friends, family, and heck, your grandma. Leave a review and make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Crime on Tap Pod. Tune in for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Whether you're driving to work or doing laundry, Crime on Tap will be sure to fulfill your true crime fix each week. And now, buckle up for this week's episode. Listen and enjoy. Back, everybody, to another episode of Crime on Tap. I feel like at one point oh. I had like a like an intro and then I just stopped doing it. <laughs> I think all it was was oh my god, we're here. What on earth is going on? <laughs> you remember those days? Like we're at episode like 15. Like we're putting in the work. Mm-hmm. We're persevering. So guys, we are so glad you are back again for another episode of Crumb on Tap. Even if it's just our loyal seven to eight followers. Miss Leah Heath begging us for an episode every week. <laughs> we are very appreciative of your guys' support. We hope you're enjoying the ride as well. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but we have been promoting Anchor in almost every single episode. <laughs> so by this time, if you have not downloaded the Anchor app or have at least tried to film your own podcast... We recommend you try because it is a lot of work. Yes. And mm-hmm. what what's the thing we always say? If you want to stop hearing about Anchor, um, <laughs> we need to blow us up so that we can get more sponsors. Yes. Like tell your friends and family to listen. Literally, we thought this was going to be so easy to get sponsorships, but it seems like Anchor is the only one we're going to be getting for a while. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so thank you anchor <laughs> but yeah so if you guys want to stop hearing the anchor ad that'll be playing around the 17 to 25 minute mark be sure to follow us on instagram at crime on tap pod share it with your mm-hmm. friends and family um we would really appreciate the support it really does help us when you leave a like and a review without further ado megan what are you drinking on this Friday afternoon. Thank God it's Friday. I've never been more happier for a Friday. And it's actually late night, 8.30 p.m. It's a little different mm-hmm. than our usual like morning, like 8 a.m. <laughs> recording session. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we're the opposite. I have higher energy at night and you have higher yeah. energy in the morning. <laughs> yes. Like I was telling my coworker that at work. I'm like in the morning, I'm ready to grind. I'm ready to get everything done. And then like three o'clock hits. <laughs> I'm checked out. I'm not doing nothing for the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I feel like I thrive at night. Like, I feel like starting at 3 o'clock p.m., I'm, like, getting my first win. (laughs) And then 10 o'clock runs around, and I'm, like, you know, I got to do dishes. I got laundry to do. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the the coffee's having a delayed effect on you. Speaking of which, that is what I am drinking Oh my gosh. Tonight is, I got this special. Um, They're the Starbucks Frappuccino Mocha chilled coffee drinks. Came in a four pack. I'm on the fourth one. Today? Yes. And I may have (laughs) diarrhea. Oh 
my god so if we have to pause at any point you know why <laughs> but god damn they're so good oh and my god they're pretty high in sugar so it's a treat i'm treating myself i really shouldn't on my journey yeah but i was like i want something little special so i'm about i'm almost done with um number four here <laughs> oh my god you're gonna be up all damn night i feel like i am anyway like i was up until two last night reading fan fiction Shit, I see. I brought those when I went camping, which is a whole nother story. If you guys want to get into that situation, camping was interesting this weekend up in Megan's neck of the woods, up in Mm -hmm. Vermont. We went on a glorious Memorial Day weekend. (laughs) Glorious as in it was 40 degrees and raining the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, it was not a good holiday weekend in terms of weather. (laughs) It was horrible, but I did bring those Starbucks drinks because I knew like I, I literally need caffeine every single morning otherwise yep i don't want to be like i can't like i can't function like without my coffee but i literally can't function like i might get a headache i'm grumpy mm-hmm. i'm upset like i just need that caffeine boost every single morning you have withdrawals well and then you don't have to worry about getting up uh, the percolator and all that stuff yeah you just grab it drink it yeah but um yeah it was an experience so i think that's why i'm like having like a little rough week even though it's only a four-day week so yeah I don't get it either, but nonetheless, I am here drinking a glass of wine, literally the same bottle that we, that I was drinking last week. (laughs) So That's so unlike you. I know, it's a little tangy today. Okay, without further ado, Megan, if you have nothing left to say, flip that hair back and let's get right into the episode. (laughs) (laughs) You saw that? Get my hair flipped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our last two episodes, we've been doing the the kind of the list that we tell each other. The last two times we did conspiracies that turned out to be true. And that was super mm-hmm. fun. And Which, this can I time, interject? Mm-hmm. Do you have an update on the June 1st alien encounters for us? Oh, good point. Okay. So I feel like this is like the Berenstein, Berenstein oh. effect. A Mandela? Yeah, the Mandela, Mandela, Mandela. <laughs> what is it? The Mandela Mandela effect. Mandela, like Nelson Mandela, Mandela right? Yeah, 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 Mandela effect. Where now every because I was June first, you bet my ass was on Google looking, and then <laughs> all of the articles that I thought said June first now said sometime in June. Like I feel like I've been gaslit. Well, okay, I saw something that was like the FBI didn't confirm the sightings or whatever that the military was seeing, but they said that something was there. But they wouldn't confirm that it was UFOs or aliens or anything. Mm-hmm. And I saw that today. I saw something come through oh. from, well, it came from TMZ. So I'm not really sure how reliable that source was. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't um, go to go to the grave with that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't really seen anything of like the report that they were talking about i don't i haven't really found anything because i did look mm-hmm. well shit okay well i guess we'll have to like keep everybody updated next week or something because the fbi is taking their damn time to let us know about the aliens i know i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> so this time we aren't doing conspiracies we are doing like stupid criminals and stupid yes. crimes and they're super funny <laughs> and before this we were talking about this tv show that we both used to watch on spike tv which i don't even think exists anymore oh my god really i i don't i think spike tv turned into like paramount or something 
Oh yeah, yeah. Like I can't keep up with all these new like streaming platforms. Mm -hmm. Well, Paramount was a channel, and then outside, I know. It, I mean, we essentially have cable again. Like, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, we just That's circle what back it's to cable, into, right? Mm -hmm. But the show was like world's dumbest criminals or something, and maybe in the back of my mind, that's where I got this idea. <laughs> but <laughs> if you are old enough to have watched that show on Spike TV, then mm -hmm. you kind of know the vein we're going along. It's pretty much just criminals that do stupid crimes or get caught in stupid ways. My first person is known as the Goldilocks burglar. And this happened in Lancashire, England. Okay, I'm looking at this name and I'm like, that's why she skipped over it because I can't pronounce that name. <laughs> well I'm gonna I'm gonna try and say it. Um oh. so oh, okay. this You're happened... gonna circle back. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna circle back. <laughs> to to give my, my brain some time after trying to say Lancashire. <laughs> this happened in October 2014 in England, and the Goldilocks burglar is Lukas Chengjowski. That's pretty good. Um, so he was from Poland originally, and he was caught because he was napping in their house. <laughs> so okay, that makes sense. Yeah, now why it's called the Goldilocks burglar? <laughs> so this was at Martin. Holtby and Pat Dyson, they were a retired couple and they had gone on vacation. They said they left their house a little messy when they left. Yeah. Um, but Goldilocks Lucas <laughs> was Ooh. such an adorable guy. I don't know. There must be something wrong with him, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I mean, clearly. He did, he did their dishes. He, did, he washed his underwear. I guess he didn't have a washing machine in his house, so he used their washing machine. Oh, my um, God. Me. And he even bought some groceries and left them in the fridge for them. <laughs> he, was, he was just getting them prepped and he tidied up the house and everything. Um, one of the, the quotes from the wife, Pat Dyson, said, he did burn an old saucepan, but that happens. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so pure. I know. The whole situation, like, oh, what, what a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much he was like squatting there i guess but he was a very mm -hmm. uh gracious guest <laughs> i'm like goldilocks like and did anything happen to him yes he was arrested and he was put on two years probation so he didn't actually go to jail he was just put mm -hmm. on because i mean yeah, he did break into someone's house, but I mean, he didn't really do any harm. Like, and did he know their like itinerary? He knew how long they were be gone for. It was a roof over his head. Maybe that's what he was thinking. Yeah, I mean, me, you know, <laughs> just kind of in the neighborhood, knew people's patterns, knew, you know, in a small town, what people <gasps> mm -hmm. were doing. And he also had a fine of 200 euros. Shit, that's it? Or, no, I'm sorry, 200 pounds. I'm sorry, that's that's what they do in England, right? Not Europe. Okay, wait, pounds. how long was he there for again? So it was like a long weekend. Oh, it's just a weekend. I was be like, if that was like two weeks, like, that's like really good rent. Oh, I see. Because, the yeah, the, the fine. Well, the thing is that yeah. he like he did the opposite of burglaring because he <laughs> like actually bought groceries. He gave them things. Like, what a strange... You know, right? I think my thought is he was maybe on drugs. He just wandered into this house. He just, you know, needed a place to stay. And he was just yep. doing his thing. <laughs> oh, my God. King. 
Okay, clearly he wasn't homeless because he had money to buy groceries. They were kind of just like, ah, shit happens. (laughs) They were like, oh, you can stay in the guest bedroom. Yeah, what a happy (laughs) ending that would have been, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my first one, nonetheless, I'm going to assume it's either England or Florida at this point. Because most of the articles I was reading was either one of those two. (laughs) Yeah, I have Europe and Florida pretty much, yep. Yeah. So my first one, his name was Ashley Keese, and this was back in 2014. So he was 25 years old, um, and he was, I mean, I'll give it away. He was jailed for two years for ransacking a couple's home and then taking a selfie on the stolen SIM card that he just stole from the home he burglarized. Oh, my God. So basically the story is um, he ransacked this house, he burglarized this house, he stole a couple phones, and he took the SIM cards out of the phone. So what he did was put the SIM card in his own phone and he started taking pictures and sending them to friends, which it was saying he was sending photos and stuff through WhatsApp. I guess it's just like a messaging platform that he was using. Like, I don't know why he didn't just text the photos, but he was sending them through WhatsApp. I don't know why. Apparently, while he was sending the the photos to his friends and everything, the contacts from the SIM card that he stole we're also getting the photos that he was sending. <laughs> and there's like this iconic selfie that he took in like the home he was burglarizing. And it's of him in like a wife beater, all jacked up with tattoos and everything. And it's just him taking a selfie in the mirror. And <laughs> apparently everybody in the SIM card's contacts was getting the photos. Like just imagine like you get a random photo of a white guy. I would be and, terrified. Right? So apparent that he had stolen $27,000 worth of goods, a Rolex. Then as he was leaving, oh, he also stole some jewelry. And it was also like sentimental jewelry. Like, And then he stole the Audi A4. So like after everything, he left and sold the car. Um, and then basically how he got caught was like all of the contacts that he was sending this photo to were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this isn't like Becky <laughs> sending me this photo <laughs> like this is a random man so they started alerting police and i mean clearly they had photo identification of the man because he was sending selfies later on that they found the car was crashed a short time after and i mean he was caught twenty seven thousand dollars worth of goods if he wasn't like flexing on everybody that would have been a pretty good <laughs> a pretty good robbery right like Honestly, I don't know what you could take in my house that would even amount to that, but you just stole $27,000 worth of goods. You couldn't just get a new phone. Like you had to reuse a SIM card. Like, come on, broke boy. <laughs> yeah, like why Why is there where you decide to cut corners? <laughs> yeah, like, come on now. But this was also, this was in England now that I remember. My second one is... Florida. Okay. Uh, a lot of the stupid criminals are in Florida. <laughs> mm-hmm. Florida. <laughs> As Alexa would say, Florida. <laughs> so this is in Santa Rosa County. And two men that the names aren't revealed in the article were arrested in February of 2020 on a Saturday. Um, <laughs> the men were pulled over by a state trooper for going 25 miles over the limit. So... It was originally speeding. Um, Which I do that daily. They, 
Oh my god. Well, I have so many tickets on my record that I can't afford to get another one or I get my license taken away. Oh my god. I Well, see, like, I can get away with it in Boston because there's so many cars already speeding. So it's just like I blend in. But like you out in bumfuck Vermont on a one-lane road. Yeah. <laughs> zigzagging out car of cars. Yeah, like your ass is bound to get caught. Well, yeah. So since then, I haven't been speeding like I used to. (laughs) Um, Searched the car and they found a bag that was labeled bag full of drugs. Oh, my God. This is the stupid part. (laughs) Yes, that they had a bit. And you know how it's like... It was, I saw a picture of the bag and it's kind of like a bag of, you know, like a cosmetics bag where they say like, oh, beautiful sunshine or something like that. <laughs> like yeah. something you get from like, but this is like something you get from Spencer's and <laughs> it was actually full of drugs. <laughs> so the reason okay, they got well. to search it was because it was labeled full of drugs and they're like, well, that's, that's enough, you know, reason to search it. And it yeah. was full of drugs was full uh full of 75 grams of meth, 1.36 kilograms of GHB, 1 gram of cocaine, 3.6 grams of fentanyl and 15 MDMA tablets and then drug paraphernalia. Okay, I thought you were going in like the direction of like marijuana. No. <laughs> when they said oh bag full God. of drugs, they meant it. Can you imagine <laughs> if like this was your First day on the job, and you pull this car over, and this is what you find. Like, immediately promotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was a pretty cut and dried case. (laughs) Right? I actually found this more believable than some people would, because I know people that have, like, those sort of cutesy little things from Spencer's, thinking it's so, like, cute and original and, like, so unique. (laughs) But it's not cute when you get pulled over. And so something no. I noticed in um, something I noticed in a lot of the ones that I was reading, those stupid criminals and stuff, a lot of the them have to do with Facebook. So county sheriff's office posted like this little jokey about it on their Facebook. So I'll read the post. They posted this on their Facebook page. Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office canine deputies recently assisted FHP on a traffic stop on I-10, where a large amount of narcotics was discovered. Note to self, do not traffic your illegal narcotics in a bag labeled bag full of drugs. Our canines <laughs> can read. They're so, so funny. They're just, like, that was, for them to post that as, a, like, a police page, that's pretty funny. I know. A lot of, like, I think another one, yeah, another one that I have later on that we'll talk about, they post on Facebook about it, too, as a joke. I don't know why police officers are doing this. <laughs> Yeah, like, they trying to be funny? They trying to be jokesters. Like, you ain't funny in person. No, yeah. <laughs> why Why you ain't cracking jokes and you pull me over and give me a ticket? <laughs> Y'all serious then? This was back in 2008 by a man named Ruben Zarete. So basically, what he did was he walked into... I just have to say, like, this is, has to be the worst place to rob. So he goes into Velazquez Mufflers. Like, if I'm going to rob someplace, it's not going to be... a auto body shop like what who's robbing an auto body shop so he walks into velasquez mufflers and demands money like is there anybody even at the counter half the time no one's even at the counter he comes in there wearing a mask and everything and basically the employees are like um we don't have like they were like we have very little money on us and our manager is in here to open the safe which i mean is 
pretty valid. Like most times the employees can't open the safe. I'm thinking that Ruben maybe had connections to this place and he knew that there was a safe in the back or something. Otherwise, like who's just walking in this muffler place and trying to rob the 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 cash drawer, which has like a hundred bucks in it. So basically the employees were like, um, we don't have any money. We can't get you the money. Uh, so I was like, what are you going to do? Kill us? <laughs> <laughs> so what Ruben, Mr. Ruben does is that, oh, he's like, okay, yeah, I understand. Like, here's two phone numbers um, and you guys better call me back or else I'm going to have to come back and shoot you. So he basically <laughs> gives them his phone number. And so the employees are like, um, <laughs> okay. So he leaves and then the employees call the police and they're like, uh, yeah, this is what happened. Can you come help us? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have his contact info. He gave us his fucking business card. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have everything on him. So basically the police show up and they show up in like non-police uniforms and they just look like normal people in the muffler store. I don't know. Like, what do they sell? Mufflers? I don't fucking know. The police show up and they instruct the employees and say, go ahead and call back <laughs> Mr. Ruben and tell him, oh, like the manager's in. You can come back and we'll open the safe and give you money. They call him and he comes back and police, I mean, are clearly there. And they tell the employees to go into the back room. So like you got the undercover police at the counter <laughs> like <laughs> waiting for this guy to show up. And Mr. Rubin does. He comes and shows up and then they have a little shootout. No police officers are wounded, but Rubin is shot in the leg. Yeah, that's basically it. Like fucking idiot Rubin. Gave them his phone numbers, told them to call him back, and they fucking did. And he ended up with a wounded leg, and he was went to prison for armed robbery. <laughs> well, my thing is, like, I thought, oh, he's doing them because he doesn't really want to shoot them. But then he came back and was prepared to shoot. That's what I was saying. Like, it was actually a loaded gun. Like, he was ready to kill. So that's so stupid. I yeah, like and then the employees were saying afterwards that they were frightened, like they were scared to work there because they were thinking that his friends were gonna come back and like finish the job. You know, he was there to kill, I guess, at the end of the day. So I would be shitting bricks too if I was working there. Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like they're not a a, a smart group of people, so I wouldn't be shocked if his friends were like we must avenge him at the fucking muffler store (laughs) right i don't know i just thought that was funny because i was like one it's a muffler store and two you're giving out your phone number so well i like that he gave two phone numbers well you can't reach me at this one here's my mom's number (laughs) (laughs) i bet it was like his cell phone and his um wait 2008 was there phones in 2008 i don't remember yeah, they had, like, the flip phones. The flip phones? So maybe it was, like, a home phone. Like, definitely, like, a home phone. And maybe, like, a track phone or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's like, I don't have a lot of minutes left on this one. So my next one is actually in Oregon. So in Clackamas. <laughs> why can't things why can't they just be freaking like smith and like townsville like why is it gonna be these (laughs) elaborate things yeah why can't anything happen in springfield (laughs) um so this one i thought was really funny so this took place in december 2020 um with two gentlemen raymond stavig and Derek shirts 
and they robbed a local Kohl's. So I guess the Kohl's cash was not enough for them. They need to <laughs> oh my God, it. it's enough for me. Let me tell you what, Kohl's, sponsor us. <laughs> I know, Kohl's cash. Oh, oh my God. Okay, I just stuttered so much because I get excited. <laughs> During Christmas time, that Kohl's cash is so helpful because I go there like week after week. I know, and like you spend it and then you get more. So you got to keep rolling it and keep going back. <laughs> yes, and they always have deals. Yes. And they have everything. They have clothes. They have home goods, toys. I mean, we might as well be sponsored by Kohl's. <laughs> um, so anyway, back to the stupidity. Um, so they rob the Kohl's. They grab a bunch of merch, Kohl's merch, and run back in, out into the parking lot where the other guy was waiting in the getaway car. So mm-hmm. they had like a getaway driver and everything. They had, they thought this was a huge heist. The best part is that they also stole the car and they didn't know that it was a bad battery. So the battery died in the car, so they could not escape. So they were going around asking people to jump their car. They were like going around to people in the parking lot. Like, yo, can you jump me? (laughs) So while they're out in the parking lot, like trying to recruit someone to help, the police are obviously called and about a robbery. So they go there around 3.30. And when they got there, they found the hood of the car up and them <laughs> running around trying to, you know, get a ride. And so it matched the description. So they confronted them and mm-hmm. arrested them. Um, so in inside the car that they stole, it was a bunch of other stuff they had been stealing. So not mm-hmm. only Cole's merch... But phones, laptops, other store stuff, credit cards, a credit card reader. So like a square, I guess. Oh, those are cheap. I don't know what they were doing with that. <laughs> Drugs, of course, and counterfeit cash. <laughs> um, I didn't know people did that anymore. Yeah, right? I thought that was like a thing that like happened in like the 30s or the 20s, you know, <laughs> with the gangsters. Like, During the Great Depression? Yeah, I, like who falls for that anymore? There's so many me- countermeasures. So anyway, the as soon as the cops come, they turn on each other. Shirts, Derek Shirts said that Avig offered him a thousand dollars if he took the blame for everything, and of course he declined. And yeah. so Stavig is reaching for straws, and he's like, "Actually, this is my wife's car, and this is all her stuff." Way yeah. to throw your wife under the fucking bus. <laughs> I mean, divorce. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, she can't be no better. Yeah, if she, she married him, bad. maybe they're perfect for each other. And she exactly. turns on him when the cops are called, too. Stavig was arrested for theft, identity theft, possession of meth, and of a course. warrant for aggravated ID theft. The other guy, Derek Schertz, was arrested for theft, possession of a forged instrument, so I'm guessing the counterfeit money and heroin possession. And it's all I guess sense now. I guess when you have a getaway car, make sure it's reliable. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm thinking is like if they already stole one car, just steal another one. That's a good point. Why are you asking <laughs> kindly for people to help you? <laughs> and you know what? I bet Coles had jumper cables. Yeah, they could have gone in and stole some jumper cables from Coles. Exactly. <laughs> like, but then again, they're doing meth and heroin, so they probably weren't. They probably didn't have the right headspace <laughs> in this situation. Right. They weren't. Uh, they, they weren't. They didn't have their head in the game. <laughs> so my third one. 
Oh my god, I love this one. Okay, so this one takes place out in Nebraska. Um Ooh. which is a little change up from our Florida. <laughs> um this one is a baby announcement bomb. <laughs> which I love oh this, this wording. So the husband's name is John Sturkel. Um and he cre- he created and made and combined a binary explosive bomb. <laughs> which is what the article called it. And I love that terminology, but it was basically just like a backwoods, like hunting explosive target. Like you shoot it and it explodes. So, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like a, like a, uh, like a clay piece of clay. Like they shoot. It was like one that had like gunpowder and chemicals in it and it exploded. So basically, I only, I only know of those because um, Joe exotic and the tiger King used to those. Yes. To intimidate um, <laughs> Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, similar. He did the same thing, kind of. He fired mm-hmm. he fired his gun at one of the targets, and it was going to explode blue with powder to be like, oh, we're having a boy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and once it exploded, apparently it was really fucking loud. People from three miles away were calling the police about this huge explosion that they thought that it was like a car exploded or somebody's house was exploding, <laughs> which the article was like, yeah, the home exploded. Whose home's exploding? <laughs> Who, whose home just explodes spontaneously? Yeah, like, hey, 911, I think a home just exploded. Like, I don't understand that, but the car made sense. <laughs> Apparently, this story was getting so much traction in town. I'm assuming it was a small town because it was hitting the radio waves. And radio stations were talking about this mysterious, huge kaboom that happened mm-hmm. and nobody knows where it came from. So John Sturkel, like the good, kind-hearted man he was, he called mm-hmm. the police and he told them exactly what it was. He was like, yeah, I combined these chemicals over the counter, like gunpowder and shit, made this target. And yeah, it was me. Like, this is all it was. And mm-hmm. he was just being nice. Like, he was just telling them, like, yeah, this this is what happened. But uh, it turns out that you need a permit for the shit that he was exploding. <laughs> Honestly, that makes total sense to me. Because <laughs> it was so dangerous in the wrong hands. Yes. And he was facing, he was facing criminal charges <laughs> for literally turning himself in and telling him what they were doing at their uh, at their gender reveal. So <laughs> under the Nebraska Explosive Control Act, which who knew that was a thing? But yeah, in order very to set, specific. <laughs> yeah, right. In order to set off an explosive like like he did, a person must be fingerprinted, photographed, and have a background check run on them before obtaining the necessary permit to do so. Though it is legal to buy all these explosives over the counter. Mixing the compounds that make this active and setting it off require a permit. So, like, he was just like, well, if I can buy this stuff over the counter, why is it illegal for me to set it off? But, John, it's like, once you start mixing this shit, then it's like you're getting in trouble. Yeah, then it's like the anarchist cookbook shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, John faced up to one year in jail and had to pay a $1,000 fine. But like, I didn't read too much into it. I'm assuming he didn't go to jail because it was like, it was a gender reveal. Like, you know, it wasn't like he was just doing this for fun, like shooting targets for fun in the backwoods. Yeah. So he had to pay a $1,000 fine and he was facing criminal charges at his gender reveal. Well, and he, you know, turned himself in and 
I mean, ignorant, they say ignorance is in a defense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think about all of the gender reveal party scandals where people are doing these crazy reveals and guests are dying. That's how the California yes. fucking wildfires started. Mm-hmm. Like this gender reveal shit is just out of control. And I, I don't know if it's just me, but like, I could really give a fuck. Like, I don't care at all. So if any of you have a baby, don't invite me. <laughs> well, and that's, <laughs> that's the point, like, people our age are making is, like, literally no one cares. <laughs> I know. And they're like, are you team boy or team girl? It's like, I, it's not my child. I literally don't care. I'm team healthy baby. <laughs> what I'm having is just, like, a nice, like, Facebook photo shoot, you know? Your second cousin doesn't need to be at the gender reveal with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're just are, oh, rocket launchers pointed at your your elderly aunt. <laughs> yeah, like fucking Roman candles being shot off. <laughs> <laughs> this story reminded me of something that happened to me when I was a kid. So we used to do. Oh my god! I should have gave a trigger warning. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> we used to. <laughs> my dad would go across the border and get illegal fireworks. That weren't mm-hmm. allowed in Vermont, that were allowed in New Hampshire. And so we'd set them off at 4th of July every year. We were right next to a daycare. And <laughs> the daycare wasn't in session. This was like at night. And there was so much smoke that their fire alarms went off. And so the police were showed up and we all hid in the house. <laughs> this was like over 10, oh, like almost like 15 years ago. So it's no longer relevant. But it was like in the paper and stuff. And my dad put it on the fridge and they were like, when the cops came over, cause they saw the smoke, my dad was like, oh, we were just having a fire pit because the fireworks we had were illegal. Oh my God. So yeah, but that's like, kind of like what happened to John. Wait, that made the paper? Yeah, it was in the paper. Shit must have been dry that day or something. Cause boy, reporting smoke alarm off at the local daycare. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much. That was it. And they, and they didn't name us, but they said the neighbors said they were having a fire pit. Oh my yeah, God. my my dad's had a couple of run-ins with the with the authorities, <laughs> but my dad turned himself in that time. So so this took place in September of 2020. In wow, you found recent ones. Yeah, all of mine are pretty recent. I think the latest one was 2014 with the Goldilocks <laughs> guy. The others are like. 2020 2019 so this was in Bot Botzen never mind it's a hard word Botzen <laughs> Germany and um it was a petty thief who was stealing stuff from a supermarket checkout lane like you know those little they have those little like chips and um, yeah. candy bars and like the end cap thing and it was pretty easy to track him down because he left his son at the crime scene. <laughs> so he fled without his son. So his son is eight years old. The 29-year-old suspect ran off with $5.65 worth of goods. So he didn't even steal big. Put that shit in your kid's pocket and just walk out. Yeah, and if you get caught, be like, oh, I guess I got to teach him about right and wrong exactly <laughs> that's one thing as a kid i've never stolen anything like i know kids that are like oh or like you know older people are like oh when i was a kid like you know i stuffed something in my pocket i didn't know what you know i didn't know it was wrong that sort of thing i literally never did that oh my god 
I did. <laughs> you did? See, I feel like, like I'm the only person that hasn't that didn't do that when they were a kid. So back to the case, we got a little sidetracked. Um, <laughs> but pretty much when the police came because he fled the scene, I mean he ran away, everyone saw him. Um, they were like they asked the son, and he was like, Oh yeah, this is my daddy's name, this is his number, this is where we live. Like, help me find my dad. <laughs> like yeah. he was a little snitch. <laughs> And so the funny thing was, was that he didn't get too far because he actually fell as he was running away. And he fell so bad that they had had to take him to the hospital. This poor guy. Yeah. So he only stole $5.65 worth of stuff. I don't know what that is in like, they probably use euros in Germany, right? Probably like eight bucks. Yeah. Or something like that. And he spent it, he spent it all in the hospital. (laughs) yeah so i just love that he left his son i don't know what he was thinking and so his son ratted him out was like oh yeah this is my dad can you help me find him <laughs> yeah he probably probably wanted like a chocolate bar or something he's like yeah he took my yeah. chocolate bar right off of it but i feel like that's not even uncommon these days like half the time people are forgetting their damn kids in the car you know mm-hmm. or like they like leave them in like dogs. the shopping cart or something and they mm-hmm. take all their bags out and forget to take their kid out <laughs> So, and they're just hoping someone else will take it. Okay, so for my <laughs> next one, um, his name was Jeffrey Wilson, and he's actually from Washington State. So Jeffrey Wilson, 13-time convicted felon. He was 27 years old, and he was carrying a pistol in his front pocket when it accidentally shot off and shot himself in the testicles. <laughs> oh my God, he shot himself in the balls. Mm-hmm. So... Prior to going to the hospital, he instructed his girlfriend to hide the pistol, hide it, so like he could basically make up a fake excuse as to why he shot it. He got shot in the testicle. So mm-hmm. he gets to the hospital, and the surgeons are performing surgery. So he gets to the hospital, and the doctors are performing surgery on his testicles and also his thigh. Like a shot right through his thigh. A balloon, a balloon of weed fell out of his ass during the operation. <laughs> So I guess he had a loose anus. If it just yeah. fell out of his butt. <laughs> well, I bet, like, since he's under like anesthesia or something, like his probably his anus is like dilated like, or something. Like no, like relaxed. Oh yeah, I bet, yeah. Like, I bet he's like constricting it when he's like walking around with it. Like I don't know, right? He's very yeah. clenching. He's clenching. But um, so oh the doctors are like, what the fuck? What just came out of his ass? They alerted police because I mean, they're like, well, this guy's a felon. He's got weed falling out of his ass and his testicles just got shot off. So <laughs> He's police, a mess. <laughs> the police arrived and they searched his car and they found not only his bloody jeans where he shot himself, but uh, also a bag of meth. Um, oh and... So moving forward, I mean, clearly we know where this is going. He's being processed and he's going to prison. And while he's going to prison, another bag of weed falls from his ass when he's being strip searched. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out this timeline. Like, was he released from the hospital and allowed to go home to put another bag up there? Or was there like already another bag so deep up there that it fell out eventually? When he was getting strip searched, like I don't understand the timeline here of when he it's had like the He's got a whole, he's got a whole damn balloon animal up his ass. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with his ass, but I mean, it's gaping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, it's it's a purse. <laughs> yeah, shit. 
basically, um, he was charged with possession of a firearm, possession of meth, possession of controlled substance in a correctional facility. Like, how much does that suck? It fell out of your ass in the correctional facility, and you're being charged with it now. Yeah, and it's extra charged because it's in the facility. It's like, well, yeah. if you let me go home and take it out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's facing a $110,000 bail. So, buddy, was it worth stuffing that shit up your ass? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. But, oh like, I don't know what he expected. Like, like, you're going to prison to get strip search. Like, you're a 13-time felon. You know the protocol. You know what's going to happen. You're going to be in there for a long time. That one bag, how long is it going to last you? Well, and also, if he took himself to the hospital, or if his girlfriend did, why didn't he remove all of the paraphernalia before going to the hospital? I don't know. Maybe he forgot it was up there. <laughs> or maybe he'd just like to keep it on his person just in case. You never yeah, know. <laughs> maybe. Honestly, he might have been in so much pain from shooting his testicles that he forgot any feeling was up there in his ass. <laughs> God only knows what happened to that man ass. <laughs> so this one is my last one. And this took place in September of 2019. So pre-pandemic. Seems like a century ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, essentially, with this, this guy called the cops on the cops for taking his drugs. <laughs> yep. So, so the night prior, he and his girlfriend, or was it his girlfriend or his wife? Okay. So, the night prior, him and his wife were in a hotel. Somehow, I don't know the whole story of it, but the cops were called and they found four grams of weed on his person. And so, they were they confiscated it and nothing and i think it was more of just kind of like a warning thing he didn't go to jail or anything and so the next day the sharonville ohio is where it takes place the sharonville police dispatcher gets a call from the man and they actually posted the call on the facebook page (laughs) all these i noticed that too a lot of these had to deal with facebook (laughs) <laughs> yeah like the cops have no no chill they don't care anymore they're like oh my god this funny thing happened we gotta put on fb <laughs> yeah <laughs> so here are some quotes the guy says hi i need to do a complaint i don't know what that means i need to do a complaint about two sharonville cops they stole my fucking weed last night <laughs> and so the dispatcher not knowing she just calmly goes okay i'll have you talk to my supervisor <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like she didn't like is this a joke like what am i supposed yeah. to do so pretty much he's like confused about the law because in some cities since in ohio like cincinnati where sharonville kind of is like an area of cincinnati legalized having 100 grams of weed on your person however mm-hmm. it is still illegal in the state so if they choose to pursue it they can but they yeah. don't necessarily have to and so he was mad because he was like, they took it for no reason. I only had four grams. So um, when a sergeant comes on the line, because the dispatcher was like, I'm done with this. um, He talks to the sergeant and this is his quote. My wife had my fucking weed in her purse and the motherfucking cops took it. It was good fucking weed. (laughs) (laughs) And so the sergeant explained the lot to him. Like I just 
said. So they put a, of course, another joke on Facebook. And so this was the post. People may be a bit in the weeds, so we like to take this opportunity to clear the haze. To wit, while some Ohio cities have decriminalized pot possession, it remains illegal in the state. To be blunt, recreational marijuana is still illegal per our state law. Here in Sharonville, Ohio, 100 grams is not cool. Pass it on. So oh they think they're so clever. God. I feel like yeah. that is like making a joke out of something a little serious. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, most people probably didn't even know the law. And they're just, they're being like jokey jokey about it. <laughs> I I know. I Like, th- this one was very Facebook heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just think it's funny. The stupid criminal part is that he called the cops on the cops for confiscating his illegal substance. Like, it like was what good did he weed. expect? <laughs> like, did he think he was going to get it back? Well, it was good weed, Sean. I mean, what <laughs> did you, he can't just let that go. <laughs> it was fucking good weed, too. <laughs> it was in his <laughs> wife's purse. <laughs> so my last one... Oh my god, this one's so funny. This takes place in Houston, Texas. We begin with a pairing of two women named Denitra and Sasika. Oh wait, no, Denitra and Sessica. That's what it is. So, like v- <laughs> Vanessa? or like, Yeah, like Jessica, no, but Sessica. Like, oh, Jessica, that's what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> Jessica with a C. <laughs> But um, we call both, yeah. Okay. So both were at the age of 20. They are facing criminal charges in connection with an attack that took place um, back in 2014. Um, so Denitra and Sessica were dying to go to the Jay-Z concert. So they hit up this guy on Craigslist who was selling some tickets to go to go see Jay-Z yes. tickets and Darnitra and Sessica contacted him to meet up to meet up at a local Starbucks to make the transaction. Now, the original plan was for them to, to meet the victim. They don't say his name, so they just call him the victim inside the Starbucks. So when when all parties arrived, they met up at Starbucks, yet the two women, Denitra and just Sessica, were like, actually, can you meet us? Can you meet us at our car? Because we have a baby in the back, so we can't really um, go inside. So the victim was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll come by the car. So he comes by the car, and um, the women snatch the tickets out of his hand, and they drive. They begin to drive off. The victim is hanging on to the window, like the door frame part, and um, they're dragging him down the fucking road. Um, oh my god! By this time, the victim is still being dragged, and um, he's not letting go from the car. And Denitra starts kicking him in his arm. So the victim suffered a broken leg, a broken left arm, a broken right hand, a torn knee, and experienced road rash. <laughs> I've had road rash before. It's so painful. <laughs> but yeah so like this is all over some jay-z concert tickets so the funny thing is where the stupidity comes in in this case is not only did this happen in broad daylight at a starbucks but witnesses all around taking photos and like writing down the license plate number and everything the police easily found the duo at the concert (laughs) at the (laughs) but at the stolen seats so there must have been, it didn't say how many tickets were stolen, but it said the two women were at the concert in the stolen seats with six other friends. They must have hit up their friends and were like, shit, 
who wants to go see Jay-Z tonight? We got tickets. <laughs> did they at least get to finish the concert? Um, it didn't say if they got to finish the concert or not, but <laughs> okay. um, Just I guess it was worth it. Yeah. But I guess they did get in. They did get to see some of the concert. This poor guy, like, he was just trying to sell his tickets on Craigslist. And here he is getting dragged down by the street by these two women with a baby in the back of the car, um, nonetheless. And the article was saying at the end of the day, the two women showed no remorse for the condition that, that they left this man in. It was pretty serious, but he was left in. He had to undergo multiple plastic surgery um, his fingers were destroyed, like mangled up. He can't walk correctly. These women show no remorse for how, for what went down. Like, could you imagine dragging somebody for freaking Avril Lavigne tickets? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, I, I just, I just like that he was so determined to try to like get the tickets back or stop them that he would not let go of the car. Right. Like, yeah, just like let go. Tell the police. Because, like, those, clearly who's sitting at those seats is going to uh, maybe be the people that sold the tickets or be, know who they bought the tickets from, you know? Like, if they're going to sell them again or, so, or something. I don't know. It sounded like there's a lot of witnesses, so. Yeah. Well, they were saying it was in broad daylight, like, middle of the fucking day at a Starbucks. And all these people were, like, recording. And there was, like, video proof of this altercation happening. Well, and clearly crazy. they... They have no remorse or care for anybody because they did all this in front of their fucking baby. Like, that's just heartless. And they used the baby to get to lure him to the vehicle. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's even worse. <laughs> right? Like, they went in with this intention, this the plan of using their baby. What year was this? This was 2014. Okay, because I was like, I don't see anyone doing that for Jay-Z in 2021. And no, maybe Beyonce, but not for Jay-Z. I don't know who's going to a Jay-Z concert, honestly. Thank you guys so much once again for listening to another episode of Crime on Tap. We appreciate you guys being here for this new kind of format we're testing out. We really do enjoy it. It's really exciting for us, and hopefully it's exciting for you eight listening today. <laughs> for all of you eight. <laughs> listening thank you so much right and also we do apologize for the anchor ad that played here today but you know we're gonna make our our eight cents an episode and really capitalize on any profits we can get <laughs> mm -hmm. yes I, I gotta pay my bills with those eight cents so yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna pay my rent in cole's cash <laughs> But all right, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Leave a like, leave a review. Be sure to tell your family and friends about us. Be sure to have them listen to our episodes. Go back. We have another 14 listed. Go back and listen to those. We'll see you guys next time. Where, where crime, crime is, is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> <laughs>